Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The lights are out. The game is over. But we're just getting started. He got it! It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on the Bay Area's sports station. 95-7. The game. Warriors wrap-up here from Oracle, presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. Chris Townsend alongside Matt Steinmetz as the Warriors get the win, 106-94. And not a very good basketball game, but really the score doesn't matter. This game doesn't matter. What matters is what we're hearing from the Golden State Warriors, a sprained left MCL in Steph Curry's knee. Happened in the third quarter. JaVale McGee kind of fell on him. And it's news that we're all going to be holding our breath till tomorrow morning. There's an MRI scheduled. You just wonder, is this a grade one? Is this a grade two? As the grades go up, the longer he is going to be out. And you could see the pain in his face. You could tell by everybody in the arena what was going on. As the cheering was still, there was still some cheering going on. But you could tell the whole crowd knew, uh-oh, this is not good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, JaVale McGee rolled onto his leg. It was somewhat similar to when Zaza rolled into Durant's leg uh, last year uh, in Washington, and that kept kept him out about five or six six weeks. Uh, if you watched Curry, he, he limped over to the bench. He got looked at by athletic trainer Chelsea Lane. She was poking around that left knee a little bit, and then he walked back to the locker room and he it looked like he was struggling uh to walk basically back to the locker room but the post-game comments i think were uh, were somewhat optimistic and steph curry said to be in good spirits he didn't talk to the media tonight but what do we have 10 more 10 more games left and the playoffs are going to start uh in approximately three weeks so we'll have to see what happens, and everybody's just going to wait for the for the results of the MRI tomorrow. The number is 888-957-9570. That's 888-957-9570. We want your reaction as you're on your way home from the arena or you're listening here on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, I, I, I get it. It's kind of like what we saw with Mass and Bumgarner today. Got hit, waved the trainer off. Next thing you know, he's walking off. Trainer's not holding his hand. Oh, that's a good sign. Next thing you know, fracture, and he's going to be out for a while. He's going to have surgery. He's going to have a pin. So you can be whatever spirits you want. It's all going to be about the MRI, and it tells us exactly where that knee is. Sprain, what's the degree? Then we can kind of get an idea of the timeline of does he miss the rest of the regular season? Does he miss time in the postseason? It's all about the results. Yeah, again, I would be optimistic just hearing Steve Kerr talk in the post-game press conference. He was asked by Anthony Slater if he had an ominous feeling, and Kerr said no, not at all. You know, he felt bad for Curry, uh, but 
looks like they may get Clay back on Sunday. Kevin Durant, I saw, was talking to some reporters and said he feels like he's day-to-day. So the Warriors, the one thing about the Warriors is they've played stretches without Curry. They've played stretches without Kevin Durant. Obviously, if Steph Curry's got to miss the entire playoffs, well, that's that's going to be a problem. But as of right now, there's no indication that that is going to be the case. And we'll see. You know, we'll see. Uh, you know, you hope for the best. That's all you can do. Oh, yeah. I mean, all you can do is hope for the best, and you wait for the results of the MRI. And once we get those results, and we'll have a better idea how much time he is going to miss. But this is just... This is really sad. You know, you think about how much he has worked to get himself back on the floor tonight. This was big for him. You know, he hates he hates people looking at him as a guy that gets injured, especially with those ankles. And you get back on the floor and you're getting in the groove and you're having a good game. And then something like this, a freakish accident, just this it's just sad that this keeps happening to him. And this the thing that will get lost tonight is how well he played coming off the ankle injury. Everybody was talking about the ankle. Should he play? Should he rest it more? Well, the ankle was fine. It was good enough for him to score 29 points in just 25 minutes. So clearly he was feeling very good. And if you want to look at a silver lining, the ankle held up fine. It was just, it's a freak accident. It was just like when Zaza rolled into Durant last year. Uh, The same thing happened tonight with McGee. And he'll get an MRI tomorrow, but I, I feel it doesn't matter how I feel, but it does feel like maybe they're going to dodge a bullet. Re- remember last year, Durant got hurt, and there was a brief period of time, I want to say it was maybe 12 hours, where he thought he was going to be out for the entire season, and he was bracing for that, and it turns out it was a grade two sprain. And he came back in about five or six weeks. So, ideally, Curry's isn't hurt as bad as Durant's was last year. And if that's the case, that's the best case scenario. And and we'll get ready to watch Curry in the playoffs. The number is triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. That's triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. Want your reaction to Steph Curry going get going down tonight with a left knee sprain, MCL. If it's grade one. You're looking, what, seven to ten days right around in that? If it's grade two, you're looking much longer, as we saw with Kevin Durant last year. Once again, it's all going to be about what we find out from that MRI. He is going to miss time. There's no doubt about it. And just hope that he is going to be back, and he's going to be back for the postseason. And this might be, you know, so many people say, well, why just not play him to the postseason? Well, that looks like that's definitely going to happen. Yeah, I I think it's going to be easy now for people to second-guess why Steph Curry played tonight. You're not going to hear it from me because no, we he was healthy. Yeah, He's we, hell, he was healthy tonight. He was cleared. And so, again, these guys, you can't – they don't play in bubble wrap. They're not porcelain dolls. He got hurt tonight. He's going to miss some time. The Warriors are still going to make the playoffs. They're still going to be a factor in the playoffs. And I think there's a good chance Steph Curry will play in the playoffs. And two more wins, they'll clinch that second seed. So 
Uh, that magic number is down to two, and we're still hoping to see the Golden State Warriors get to that magic number of 60 wins. And, of course, now they have won more games in a five-year stretch than any team in the history of basketball. They, they've passed the 82, what was it, 82 to 86 Boston Celtics. So great things for the Golden State Warriors. And I wonder how much more important now does Quinn Cook become to this team? Well, everybody, Quinn Cook, Sean Livingston, Patrick McCaw, who came, uh, who played tonight, they're all going to need to pick up the slack in the short term, and if they need to pick it up in the long term for the postseason, I think they're going to have to do that. But you know, interestingly, there was a question asked to Steve Kerr in the post-game press conference about Omri Caspi, and he seemed to say, "Yeah." As of now, Omri's not going anywhere. Now, maybe Steve Kerr was just saying that to deflect, but I'm not convinced that Quinn Cook will be on the playoff roster. If Curry's out, I think that does change the dynamic, but if Curry's going to be back for the playoffs, I don't think then it's a foregone conclusion that Cook will be on the playoff roster. I think there's still a lot of thought to go into it, and they've got to see now a lot. Now there's a lot of different moving parts. Uh, now you got to find out how Durant is because if, if, if Durant's not healthy, well, then maybe you want to keep Caspi around. So the, the reality is there's still two weeks to figure all this stuff out, and the Warriors are going to probably need all two weeks to figure it out. Well, you know, when dealing with these injuries, as we've talked about Warriors warm-up with our buddy Coach Keating, you know, everything's been, hey, there's no problems, don't worry, everybody's going to get healed, everything's going to be fine. I don't think we have that right now. Now, of course, Clay is going to heal. A fracture is going to heal. Durant, with his cartilage, his rib injury, he is going to heal. We know that. And Draymond Green just needed a little bit. Everybody needs a little time when you have a pelvic contusion. Totally get that. But this thing with Steph is now different. You can say whatever you want about the ankles. Now you're talking about a knee, an MCL sprain. He did that in Houston two years ago. We, that ended up affecting him for, you know, what he missed? About two weeks, but it was only three three or four games. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the other thing is you want a silver lining? I'll give you a silver lining. The silver lining is it wasn't the ankle, and now, for better or worse, the ankle's going to get rest. The ankle's going to get more rest than it needs. So the, the good part is that Curry can just – focus now on the knee knowing that when the knees healed the ankle's going to be completely healthy so i'm not i'm not doom and gloom about this the timetable is if it's a if it's a you're right if it's a one grade uh maybe two three weeks if it's a grade if it's grade one should be Let's just say we're going to be cautious. It should be around 10 days. Okay. And a grade two is three to five, it's gonna, four to it's six. It's going to be longer. And then a grade three would be the worst-case scenario. That's a few months from what I understand. So we'll see. And I don't think there's any way to know right now. No, we will find out tomorrow. Like, they can examine yeah. them all they want until they have the MRI. That's why I say, you know, People can be in good spirits, and I'm not trying to play doom and gloom, but I'm saying everybody can be in good spirits, but the reality is it's all going to be about that MRI, and that that MRI will tell us everything about the postseason for Steph. It'll tell us the rest of the way, the regular season, and it'll tell us about the postseason. But what 
I want to do here is, okay, let's say there's going to be some time, and we'll take your phone calls at 888-957-9570. That's 888-957-9570. What now, as you said, there's a lot of moving parts. Well, what starts really moving if we know that Steph is going to miss some time in the postseason? Well, Steve Kerr's never going to admit this, Townie. But if, if Curry misses the rest of the regular season and they're talking about when he's going to come back and when he's back to being able to play, then I do think you take a look at the opponent. And if the Golden State Warriors, for example, are to open up with, to me, Oklahoma City would be one of the toughest first-round matchups they could face. So if they're playing Oklahoma City in the first round, maybe you have to be a little bit more aggressive in terms of playing Steph Curry. Now, if you play the New Orleans Pelicans, a team you've had success against uh, for the past few years, maybe you play it more conservatively and you see if you can win two games at home against New Orleans. And then maybe you go into New Orleans saying, we're going to hold him out game three. If we win, we might hold him out the rest of the series. If we lose, we'll play him in game four. So I do think that if it's going to be a two, three-week thing and it's going to coincide with some point in the first round, then it does depend uh, who the opponent is. And Steve Kerr is going to say that, He'll play when he's ready against whoever, but I do think that you have to look at the opponent. If it's an opponent that the Warriors think they can beat without Steph Curry, then you're then you're conservative. If it's an opponent that you feel like you need to have Steph Curry to win, then you got to play him. And it's going to be a situation that if he's out, and all of a sudden you start giving whoever your opponent is. I mean, you're not as worried as the first round, but you start giving opponents a little more confidence with him not in the lineup. No doubt. I mean, no doubt. If it, Let's face it, if the, if the Warriors were to lose Curry for the entire playoffs, they go from favorites to underdogs. And clearly, without Curry... I think you got to favor the Houston Rockets. But we're not there yet. We're not there yet. And if the Warriors are to play the Houston Rockets, I mean, that series won't start till May, it, it, well into May. So, you know, you got to weather the storm. Uh, you know, knock wood, Curry will be back. You weather the storm until he's back, and then you go from there. This team had such great luck with health for so long. Never went through this. I mean, the worst thing was Durant last, last year missing 19 games. Right. They have been pretty much bulletproof in this run when it comes to injuries, and now it just starts happening like almost every single game. Yeah, they had the one stretch without Harrison Barnes in, when was that, 16? The ankle? Yeah, when he missed about five weeks uh, around December. But you're right. Uh, they haven't had a devastating injury. They've had some bumps and bruises along the way players have missed some games here some games there but in, in general they have had pretty good luck with the injuries and let's hope they continue to have more luck with the injuries and and what that would look like right now would be they get the MRI results tomorrow and they find out it's a grade one and everybody'd be feeling pretty good at that point I gotta believe Let's hear from JaVale McGee after the game. You know he feels horrible. 
Yeah. Can you kind of just describe the play where it looked like you kind of crashed back? No, I can't describe it. Like, everybody has a TV. Like, I fell into him, and you, y'all don't – I know y'all don't think I'm sitting here like, yes, I fell into him or something. So, like, I'm there. I'm, that's the star player. Like, of course, like – we don't want him to be injured, especially as he came back. So I feel very bad for the for the fact that I was a part of that. Just going for going for the ball though, right? That's all yeah, I was, so I was trying to block a shot and and I ran into him. How do you think things were going before that happened? What do you mean? Before that? I feel like we had a lot of energy and uh we were playing well. That first quarter, though, didn't look so good. I mean, was that what they were doing, or was that you guys just got off to a little slow start there? Um, I just feel like we came up to a slow start. We definitely need to bring more energy, and I felt like we did in the third quarter. How do you, uh, were you able to talk to Steph, and how's he sort of holding up and doing? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Steph is always in high hopes, so you really can't take that. But uh, he, he's, been, he's, he's definitely, I think he has to have an MRI tomorrow or something tomorrow, so that's when we really know what's going on. But um, all I pray to God that nothing's wrong with him, and he's just out a couple games. Is there is there kind of a strange feeling around the team right now because of all? I mean, it seems like every game it's like a, a, a juju or something on this. Like I've never been a part of a team where everybody just got injured, especially the starters. It's it's really it's kind of scary to tell the truth. How are you feeling? Um, as in what? I mean, you feel physically? Uh, health. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Well, as they said in Bull Durham, they need to sacrifice a live chicken. <laughs> you got to do something because. It's just uh, there's a lot of bad breaks going on with this basketball team. It's just it, feel, it's unbelievable. I feel bad for JaVale McGee. I really do because you could tell that he's really bummed out. And, you know, he's a smart guy, JaVale McGee. And he knows he's the 10th man on this team, ninth man, whatever. Sometimes he starts, but you get, you get what I'm saying. And, you know, one of the beauties about Steph Curry is he knows it's basketball. He, he's not blaming JaVale McGee. This is, again, just something that kind of happens. And unfortunately, Curry was on the receiving end, and, and JaVale McGee was involved in the play. Uh, and, and you could hear it in his voice. You could hear it in JaVale McGee's voice um, how awful he, he felt. So uh, let's, let's root for a, a positive MRI result tomorrow. And... Clay plays on Sunday, and things get a little bit back to normal with everybody hoping and pointing to Steph Curry getting back for the playoffs. Man, he was in pain. When he sat down on the bench, he was in extreme pain. You can see. And then, as, and then I think something, because of our vantage point, we look right down the hallway from our, our perch where we sit. And when he got up to head towards the locker room and he got past the bench, at that point, he could put zero weight on his knee. He almost buckled. Yeah, it looked like he was using the wall for a little bit of support, as you said, uh, Towney. I, I didn't see a lot. I didn't see so much pain, although I'm sure he was in pain. I did see some dejection, though. Uh, players know when they're hurt, and it's serious. And players know when they're hurt, and they'll be able to shake it off. And I'm not saying he knew he was really hurt. But I think he knew he didn't know how bad he was hurt. And that can be a scary feeling, too. Um, but, yeah, it's, it was a tough break tonight for the Warriors. But let's 
cross the fingers and, and hope for the best. Well, when you try and walk it off, and as you continue to walk it off and the pain continues, that's when you know, uh-oh. And there's an uh-oh factor yeah. for an athlete. And you know what? And, and Warrior fans may not want to hear this right now, but here's the reality. If, let's say it's a grade two or whatever, and he's going to be out four or five weeks, um, you know what? The Spurs have done it. They'll they'll shut they've shut they shut Duncan down in the playoffs, even though he wanted to play. And this would be the perfect time to really look at the big picture. While it's hard to imagine the Warriors playing a playoffs without Steph Curry, uh, the last thing you want to do is move forward with your franchise without Steph Curry. So. Who knows what lay ahead for the Warriors? They may they may have to make that tough decision. Uh, you talk about it a lot, Towney. About sometimes a team has to protect a player from himself, and you know maybe that comes into play uh, when the Warriors postseason comes around, and and Joe Lacob and Myers and Steve Kerr just say, you know what, it's not worth it. The short term gain of this playoffs may not be worth. Uh, the rest of Steph Curry's career. Now, of course, I'm looking way into the future and I'm speculating, I'm, but I'm trying to envision every scenario possible. But I do think right now the most likely scenario is he's going to be out a little while, but I think he'll be back at some point this year, whether it's in the uh, first round of the playoffs or a little bit later, but I think he'll be back. The number is 888-957-9570. That's 888-957-9570. It just takes a hit to this just belief that everything's fine. That's been kind of like the way everybody's been spinning it because, you know, because the injuries that they've had, this is different. Whenever you're messing with the knee, it gets very dangerous. And that's why, like you said, we hope that uh, the MRI comes back and it's a grade one and he's out seven to ten days and, you, and, you, and you're like, okay, fine. But you just, when you're dealing with the knee, you just never know. Well, and 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 at some point it gets to the uh, it gets to the point where you think, you know, maybe it's just not meant to be. It's not just one player. All right, now they got they got Durant with a uh, with a rib injury. They got to hope he can come back and be his old self. Clay Thompson's coming back. They got to hope that 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 hand's healed and it it doesn't get re-aggravated through playing. You know, Nick Young got hurt tonight. Patrick McCall looked like he hurt his back tonight. So the the other th- uh, he both those players came back into the ball. Swaggy, game. I mean everybody. Right. So you, what you, what's happening though is you do get into a position where now you need four or five things to go right before the playoffs uh, to get healthy. Not just you're not just monitoring Steph Curry, although he's going to be the one we're going to look at the most, but. You know, they got a they got a few players they need to get back. And Nick Young had a really good game tonight. Twenty four points. They needed Nick Young six of eleven from three point range, and uh, he had some big shots down the stretch for him. Yeah, he played well. It's kind of it's kind of game for Nick Young. Uh, you're missing a lot of your players. You need him to score so he can go into a game with a green light. And I think that's one of the things that's worked against Nick Young a little bit this year is virtually every team he's played for, he can come in off the bench 
and just he's got the greenest of green lights. And I think he has a green light here, but I really do think he thinks he thinks about him taking a shot on a team with Curry, Durant, and Clay, and it's just made him a little less aggressive than he normally is. And I think we've seen in the past couple games when he knows he's going to get a fair amount of playing time tonight, he got 26 minutes, uh, that he can kind of get into a groove and he can miss a few shots and it won't really impact him because he knows if he keeps firing, he's going he's gonna to eventually knock some down and that's what happened tonight. Nine for 17, six for 11 from three, 24 points. Nick Young was definitely a factor tonight. Let's hear from Steve Kerr talking about how Steph is currently feeling or how he was feeling earlier in the locker room. He's in good spirits. I did talk to him, and um, he's disappointed, but it's it's part of it. So, you know, you just go, you keep pushing and see how it goes tomorrow. And then, you know, but he was, he was disappointed, but all in all, he was, you know, hanging in there. Yeah, I mean, what can you do? What can you do? I mean, that's, you know, you, you, you. toughest thing for an athlete is when you got to go through rehab because rehab is grueling. You're not playing. You're not a part of it. It's mentally taxing, and you're so excited. You could see how excited he was to be back because Curry hates people looking at him as an injured guy as a someone who gets injured easy. He hates that. You recently did an interview with him. That is the one thing, like if there's a fly in the ointment for Steph Curry's game, it's staying healthy. And he's had stretches where he was an Ironman. But right now, he's not having those stretches. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Steph Curry's career, he's it will now be two years where he's had injuries. Uh, the third year in his career... That was the big one. I think he played just 26 games that season. And this year, let's assume that he's going to miss the rest of the regular season, so he's going to miss 30-plus games this year. Well, that's significant. Uh, But over the course of his entire career, you look at his 9, 10 years, Steph Curry has delivered. And he he hasn't really been injury-prone. He's had, had an ankle injury and... He tweaked it a couple times this year, and now he's got a knee injury. But I don't think Steph Curry's injury prone. I just think he got hurt his third year. I mean, people forget Michael Jordan missed the whole year. Uh, Larry Bird missed the whole year at times, or or most of a season with injury. So Curry's, Curry's only had one of those years. And look, the thing about the Warriors is we know that the playoffs are all that matter. So if he can get back for the playoffs, I think I think the Warriors are going to be fine. John Dickinson's going to tell us the mood from the locker room as we roll on. Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. I assumed it was his ankle um, when he came up hobbling and then... Um, found out it was his knee, and you know we'll see what the MRI says tomorrow. There's not a whole lot we can do or predict. Kind of a strange, cruel twist of fate. You know, he rehabs his ankle for the last couple of weeks, gets that strong, and then the the knee the knee goes. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep our fingers crossed. You're listening to Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game.
Steve Kerr brought to you by Walnut Creek Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, where saving is simple, online at walnutcreekjeep.com. Wingstop was very kind to come up and obviously a sponsor of Warriors Basketball and brought a bunch of wings. But can you guys stop putting all the wing sauce on my gear, for God's sakes? That one is pretty hot. I mean, look at this. That was... That's Dickinson. Come on, Dickinson. Clean it up. Absolutely not. My hands are immaculate. And John Dickinson is is here, and he's brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers. Keep it real. Make it Nation's. All right, J.D., what was the mood like? It's one thing when people are, you know, they're coming out to a podium or they're coming out onto a stage and they're talking. What was it like in the locker room? Well, uh, disappointment, big time. And I think disappointment for Curry, who's just had a strange year. I mean, you hear the bite from Steve Kerr about all the, the freak ways that the ankle has been injured, and he worked so hard to get back from the ankle, and now he's got to deal with the knee. And I think there's also just a, a hope that he can be back at some point, that, that the Warriors are, in fact, going to dodge a bullet with this injury to a certain extent to where it's not going to be six to eight weeks and all of a sudden we're looking at the calendar and starting to look at the middle of May or the end of May when the conference finals get rolling and the you know potential for the Warriors to, to play the Rockets. That's a series we've all been talking about for months. You know, will the Warriors play the Rockets? So I think there's some hope and you know and, and wanting him to be back where they still have time to, to get healthy and make a run. Well uh, the one thing I'm I'm thinking is the the unknown. I mean, nobody can really do anything. No. They just got to wait. I mean, it, we, they can hope it's a one. They can fear the war. It doesn't matter. It's the MRI is going to be tomorrow, and I guess it's going to be tomorrow in the afternoon. Yeah. JD, it's tomorrow in the afternoon. The Warriors have a, a short practice scheduled for eleven o'clock, which is their normal practice time. But the MRI, my understanding, is going to be after that, so later than that. So look for the results at some point late afternoon or even early evening once they're able to to diagnose exactly what's going on. So it's going to be a a full day of kind of wait and see. J.D., how long does it take to get it? You guys both probably. How long does it take to get an MRI and then how long to to see the results? Can you see them in real time? Never had one. I actually haven't had one either, believe it or not. But they'll be able to know relatively quickly. Yeah, I would think it's it's pretty quickly. Yeah, and if you remember, I mean, going back to to last year – you know, Kevin Durant, Durant had the yeah. MRI, and it, it was the next day. That's right. I mean, That's it, it right. Was, he had the MRI the next day, and there was a couple of hours in between, and, and all of a sudden it, you know, it, it leaked out, and then I want to say 20 seconds later, the Warriors announced it. Right. So uh, three weeks from tomorrow, the playoffs begin. Uh, that'll be the first round. So in theory, a grade one – he might be back for the first round. Yeah, and I, this doesn't look – I don't want to pretend like I'm a doctor, but this doesn't seem like a 7- to 10-day kind of a thing. This seems this seems like, at the very least, the Warriors would be cautious. And I think there are a lot of people saying they wanted Curry to not play even with the ankle tonight. <laughs> don't play him right. tonight. This is meaningless. They're playing the Hawks. You know, give them – the rest of this weekend off and bring him back next week sometime or bring him back with a week to go before the playoffs. We were talking about that on Warriors warm-up. But uh, I think at this point, 
the Warriors would be cautious enough with this knee, knowing that he had a similar injury to it two years ago in the playoffs where he missed 15 days. Remember, he slipped on the floor in Houston and, and wound up, the Warriors had to finish off that series and play the first part of the series against the Blazers without Curry. He came back, what, in game four, went nuts That's when it looked right. like the Blazers were about to. Came off the bench. Exactly. In yeah. Game 4, after the Warriors had lost Game 3, the Blazers had played them really tough, but the Warriors won the first two of that series. And it, and the Blazers were about to tie that series. And if you remember, the MVP was de- delayed. He was supposed to get his MVP, and then they delayed the release of the MVP because they wanted him to be healthy and playing. By the time they gave him the MVP, he came back the night before Everybody came here to Oracle, and he got the the second of the two MVP That's uh, right. and awards. Then, I, and then I they say, closed out the series the next night. I want to say that he sat in the first half and then started the second half in Game but, Four. And the, and they, that's the game they won in overtime, right? Correct. And he had seventeen in overtime, I think. That's exactly right. And the Blazers looked like they were going to even that series. Yeah. I mean, that was a. I remember I covered that game in Portland, and it was it was something else. You are listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco. So pretty much the regular season's done. I would imagine so. You and mean then, for Curry? Uh, for Curry. And then we're looking at just when is he going to be able to be back healthy, play in the playoffs. That's yeah. it. And, I, and, and you, start that's to, it. you start to look at your timelines – it's basically every two weeks as far as when the new series begins. So the, the first round is going to begin in two weeks, which is the 14th or the 15th. The second round or the conference semifinals will start that final weekend of April or the, the first couple of days uh, after that, right around the 29th, 30th. Monday or a Tuesday it depends on when the first series ends. And then Matt, I was I was kind of joking with you. Look at I was looking at the conference final schedule. The earliest possible date that the Western Conference Finals will start is May 14th. So when you start to to go through, uh, that is a lot of time. And do the math. I mean, it's it's almost two months. It's about seven weeks. Uh, and that could even get pushed to the 16th if the series before that, one of those two series, gets extended to a sixth or a seventh game. But after that, it's every other day uh, once they get rolling in the conference final. I think, I think where you can really legitimately start is now you really pay attention to who they're going to play in the first round because you, you, you just have to look at it objectively and look at each team and say, can you beat them without Curry? Well, I think there are some teams they can beat. I, I think they can beat any team they play in the first round without Curry. Doesn't mean they will. And I think there's going to be some teams that are going to be awfully uh, difficult without Curry. I think Oklahoma City would be a real pain if you don't have Curry. Uh, I'm ready to put Utah in, in the pain in the butt if, if you don't have Curry. I still think the Warriors will take their chances with the Pelicans. And if Minnesota's without Jimmy Butler... I think they'll take their chances there, and also with with San Antonio. If Kawhi Leonard does not come back, I think this, I think the Warriors can beat the Spurs. Yeah, and I think you know the Spurs are a team that, until I know Kawhi Leonard for sure, isn't going to be out there. I, I'd keep them off of that list if I'm just looking at. It. I think Minnesota's a team the Warriors could could beat. I think the Pelicans are definitely a team. Teams I wouldn't want to see would be Oklahoma City 
San Antonio, and then and then maybe Utah. Though I think the Warriors can can junk up the game enough against a Utah team and, and play their style. And I think the Warriors could lock down Utah to where they can't score enough to win a series, even if Curry's not out there. But uh, yeah, be, beyond that. Uh, you know, the Warriors have had to do this before. They've had to do it without Durant in the playoffs. They've had to do it without Curry in the playoffs in the early rounds. But the thing that I always think of is the cumulative effect. You know, we talked about that a lot. It's He's going to come back, and we were talking about it with the ankle. He's going to come back, but he's not going to be 100%. He's also not going to be in great shape. Well, that is the thing about Butler or Kawhi. These guys haven't played, and what, what what's there to? Why would you even think that Kawhi's even going to be back? I mean, well, it's really? looking it's looking more and more bleak. If you're a Spurs fan, I think we'll get some resolution on Kawhi Leonard this week. I don't. Th- I think if he goes another week and doesn't play, I think he's done. Yeah, you just become a dis- you, you, he are, he already is a major distraction. Yeah, I, th- I think. And you're at some right point, there. you have to say, are you playing? Are you not? You become a distraction. We need to basically because you heard Manu Ginobili was. What, two days ago where he said, I don't think he's coming back, and we just have to plan that this is the way – this is who we are going forward. I mean, if you think about it, so Curry missed – he's been out for how long This just now? He's been out with the ankle. He's missed – Six games? A couple weeks, two, three weeks. Uh, what, what I'm getting at is – so he hasn't really played for a couple weeks. He came back and he played 30 minutes, and now he's going to probably not play for a few more weeks – I mean, he's not going to be in great shape when he comes back because he will have missed maybe five or six weeks. Yeah, you're rehabbing. You're not playing. Especially because it's a knee or an ankle. Yeah, and he was injured on the 8th against San Antonio and came back tonight. So 15 days yeah. basically in between from, from game to so game. So you're going to be looking at over a month of really not playing basketball. Right. If, if this is a grade one. Right. And again, yeah, you talk about grade one, and, and, I, and Townie, I heard you read the, the you know, well, seven to ten days. Again, if this is a grade one that's seven to ten days, that's really going to be more like 14. It, that's going to be more like 17 to 20 days. They're, like To me, they're just going to double it at that point to make you sure. You mean even like, if it's a grade one? Yeah, I just, look, I just don't see any, any I don't see a scenario where it's, yeah, Stephen Curry's playing you know, the final three, four games of the season, even no, if he I don't, is healthy enough to do it. I don't see that either. In fact, I yeah. well, and just, I see them being ultra concerned. Well, I see them maybe saying you're not playing in the first round. Let's say it's 10 days. Let's just say it's 10 days. And okay. I think that's ultra concerned. Sure. Like that's, that, that to me would be the, the best possible outcome with this thing. If it's 10 days, then you're talking about, okay, he's not going to play tomorrow. He's not going to play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So you're telling then they go to Oklahoma City or Oklahoma City and Indiana. Not going to just go to Oklahoma City and Indiana off of that. Right. And then you've only got three games left. One of them's here against the Pelicans. The other two are at Phoenix and at at Utah. So at the very minimum, you'd be talking about maybe those final three games. But at that point, when he's been injured now in two consecutive returns, <laughs> you know, at that point, what's the point? Of, of even having him out there, and, and you're right, they may even choose to extend it longer than that. That's not going to – would that shock anybody? No. And th- listen, th- the beauty of the Warriors and the acquisition of Kevin Durant is that they can still go win a series, maybe two, without Steph Curry. Now, you don't want to have to do that, but I'll tell you what, if the goal – who? there's still – let's say Curry misses the first round of the playoffs – 
they're still going to be the favorites no matter who they play. Would you agree with that? Oh, no doubt. So Yeah, unless, I mean, yeah, but again, there's certain matchups that I wouldn't want to play Oklahoma City if I didn't have Curry. I really wouldn't. I would want to play San Antonio if, and again, it's a big if, but right. if Kawhi came back and looked good for two weeks, wouldn't want to play San Antonio either without him. So I do think there are some landmines there as far as opponents. This isn't, oh, Houston at 41-41 and 41, or the right. Blazers last year, 41-41, and 41, the Pelicans. You know, this is even a better Pelicans team than the Pelicans You're teams right. we've seen the last couple You're of right. years. But, comparison. but they will be the favorites. Yes. All right, 888-957-9570. Warriors with the win, 106-94. to You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. Down the lane, Muscala stops, reverse, goes up, got fouled. His shot doesn't go in. And now Curry, McGee landed on Curry, and Curry's hurt. And you hear the crowd gasping as Curry limps around the floor. And it looks like his left knee. Obviously need him. Um, postseason, and I told him, man, I didn't come here for you to be hurt, man. So, <laughs> so uh, you need to get right. So, um, I need to throw some champagne around a little bit. You're listening to Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Well, I'm sure that meant a lot to Steph Curry to have Swaggy P say, I didn't come here to have you be hurt. Chris Townsend, Matt Steinmetz. Along with John Dickinson, it is Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Arlo Smart Home Security. Apparently, Matt needs me to translate Nick Young <laughs> yes. for him. He's saying what that he didn't come s- join the le- swaggy join- speak is what they call it. Right. He didn't come join the Warriors to have Steph end up out and not being able to play. That they were, They're supposed to be right. throwing champagne around at the end of the thing. Oh, I got a champagne for the celebration. For the championship. Because Nick Young came here to get his ring, and he can't have Curry not being available. Yeah, so when Curry goes home tonight, he needs to know Swaggy needs to do his thing. Gotcha. I didn't put two and two together. That was a, that was a stretch that I didn't, I didn't make. Well, I didn't. sometimes you don't know Swaggy speak, and you got to let J.D., Bring it to you. Hey, he was pretty good tonight. He was Nick good. Young. He was pretty good. But everything that just doesn't seem like the game mattered at all. No, not a, I mean, anytime you have a guy that you're worried about his health and he comes back from rehabbing and he gets hurt in that game, I mean, like we said, I mean, this could be – we could be looking at whenever he's going to be back, it's probably going to be almost what? This this game will be the only game within a month or so that he's played. The other thing is, I mean, one thing that gets lost tonight is very poor game from Patrick McCaw. Uh, he still doesn't look like he's got any confidence in his game right now. Uh, I thought Pachuli was very average also. I thought they played down to the level of competition a little bit. Uh, interestingly, they played better when Curry left the game. Uh, I expected him to kind of become deflated, but that's actually when they played pretty well. Their best quarters tonight were the third and the fourth. They're going to have to figure out how they're going to finish the season, which, again, it's it's a scenario where, you know, the wins and losses don't even matter at this point. Do you, do you think you know, they care about Toronto at all? Not at the risk of being healthy. I think, I think health is more important than – 
than that. And they are getting healthier. Yeah, they lose right. Curry, but overall, I mean, Clay Thompson, you know, was, I thought it was interesting. One of the things Steve Kerr was asked in the postgame press conference was, well, do you think this is going to change how you handle some of these other guys, you know, maybe coming back? And, and they said it was just going to, he said it was just going to be a, a case by case. You know, kind of a thing, but I think that's a question we're all going to ask in the coming days. You know, we're talking about Clay Thompson playing on Sunday. Right. Well, based on what happened tonight with Curry, why would you say? Why wouldn't you just say, well, if Clay Thompson was going to play Sunday, well, now you know what? Now that's going to be uh, next Sunday against. But what would be the? and that's where I. This is where I'm with Kerr. You, you can't play that game. Well, you re, you just or, re, or, or you, can you? Well, just by not having him on the court. And I look, I know Curry's no, I know, yeah. ankle injury and the knee injury that he sustained tonight are two completely different things, and they aren't related to each other at all. I get that, but just the mere fact that you don't have him on the court limits. That's true. Some of the risk that he gets any kind of an injury. Yeah. How many teams have won a title going into the postseason like this? I'm sure there have been some. I'm sure there have been some. That had this many starters banged up? Well, by the time the playoffs start, I think they're going to be healthy. My, maybe without, with the exception of Curry. Uh, and the reason I say that is because Steve Kerr, he's expecting them all back. And even Kevin Durant, I saw, told somebody tonight – he said, I'm day-to-day. That's what he called himself. Yeah, he's in full practice mode. Yeah. And he's looked good out there. Yeah. I mean, he's not wincing when he's taking a shot or anything. He's got the pad over the rib uh, that'll occasionally you see it get maybe flipped up if his shirt gets flipped up a little bit. So he, he looks very comfortable. You just don't want him to be in a position where somebody, you know, gives him a shot. Which they rib, are. You know, and then he ends up in a position where he's got to miss a little bit more time. Well, and, and – Patrick McCaw got hurt tonight. He hurt his back, and he said that it it, it bothered him throughout the game. He thinks he's going to be fine by Sunday, but uh, you know he's ailing a little bit now too. Now, now, see, this is what what I always say when this happens is you know you got Curry out, banged up. To, now you can't afford an injury. Now is you know knock wood. Now's when you can't lose an Iguodala for. Uh, you know, a stretch. Now's everybody's, everybody's got to stay healthy for the next couple weeks. And I think what you're going to see is almost a, the Warriors develop their own special plan for how they're going to manage it between now and the end of the season. And, I mean, when guys are going to come back now I think might change. I think nights where they give – Certain guys the night off against certain teams is going to happen. I mean, once you get locked into the two seed, and what the Warriors' magic number for that is, what, two? Two. Yeah. So once they get locked into the two seed with the magic number at two, then then you can play around with Then you can almost treat the final few games as a preseason, as a training camp, as a get healthy, get a look at certain players, and just manage the whole thing with the intent on this is how we want to try to start the playoffs, when the playoffs start, April 14th or 15th. Again, you'll get either a Saturday or a Sunday. The Warriors last year got the Sunday. The first two years of their run, it was on Saturday. So you're saying really major – you want guys to get in, get their legs under them, play a little bit, but you're not playing the whole game. Yeah, you're maybe not playing the whole game or you play a normal rotation for the most part, but you're going to get – 
you're going to get certain games where you're just going to get a night off. I mean, the Warriors have a couple of back-to-backs remaining, but they play in Sacramento next Saturday, and then they're back here against the Suns on Sunday. And then the following weekend, they play the Pelicans in here on a Saturday, and then they go to Phoenix for a game on, on that Sunday before going to Utah. So I think you could see situations where you get a, you know maybe two of the guys play in Sacramento and you know one of them doesn't and maybe one of the guys the other guy who doesn't you know plays in Sacramento doesn't play in Phoenix and you just rotate it that way and you do the same thing throughout that last weekend before the the, the season ends. It is now time for the play of the game brought to you by American Express, proud partners of the Golden State Warriors. Prince goes in, and Bell swatted that one away. Here comes Andre Iguodala with the outlet. Hesitation, skipped it over to McCaw, to the corner. Cook, run off the line, bounce past Bell, to the rim, flipped it in, and he got fouled. Great ball movement by the Warriors, and it results in a Bell bucket. Well, you know who doesn't get hurt, Steiny, and it's there on your wall when you need it every single day? <laughs> That's Arlo. Yeah, it is. Arlo's never limping around. Arlo's always ready to go. Sturdy. Oh. Solid. Every game. Every day. Every minute. 365, baby. Play, plays in all conditions. No, no Sun, doubt. rain, wind. Doesn't matter. And what you love about Arlo, not only is the durability, but also you just love the quality of the product. I was actually talking to Tim Roy about it tonight. And Tim Roy's looking at it. And you go to Arlo.com. You can also go to Best Buy right now and check out Arlo. And the cameras are just so good, 1080p HD. And right now, because we've been dealing with a lot of weather, I mean, the night vision, even if it's pouring rain, you name it, you can see so clear. And it's just that security that you have knowing that, your house is always being looked at, and the great thing also about it, Arlo gives you the seven days of free cloud storage for your recordings. Anybody that comes to your front door, you're going to know who it is. Plus, it's got the two-way talk, so you can talk to anybody who comes to your front door right through the app on your phone, iPad, you name it. You can also, they're so easy to install. You can do it yourself. It's not complicated at all. Or if you don't even want to do that, you can move them around wherever you want and put them on a a shelf or a table, uh, great product, and it's it's. Hey, the the slogan is uh, "Live more, worry less," and that's what I'm doing. Are you gonna sleep all right tonight? Well, what? I got to get up early, Townie. We've I got know. the NBA this week. What do you guys got going tomorrow? <laughs> I think we'll probably be talking about MRIs. Not high top versus low top or mid low. Well. You know, there's the silver lining that it wasn't the ankle, so yeah. that that could have come up. It'll be eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. How concerned are you? <laughs> <laughs> that is going to do it for Warriors wrap up as the Warriors win over the Atlanta Hawks, one hundred six to ninety four. Coming up next, if you're not tired of talking about injuries, we go from a knee to a hand right here on ninety five seven. The game.